Oh, <laughs> welcome, wrongdoers. This is a new show that we're doing. <laughs> You've already experienced it, <laughs> but now it's official. <laughs> you might be wondering, should there be an intro? Yes. <laughs> Has it been devised yet? No. <laughs> but it's episode one. We'll, we'll get there, I promise. Uh, basically, what we'll be able to do is a new show. <laughs> it's going to be called Running Back Cinema. Do the Wrong Thing presents Running Back Cinema. <laughs> And this installment is going to be the okay, uh, ladies and gentlemen, because this nigga West Crevin intros. <laughs> so right. what's happening? I was getting there on the bus. Jesus. As you know, we've done already a few series <laughs> rewatches. We did Mission Impossible. We did Halloween. So now we're going to do a series rewatch, but we're going to break this into its own kind of like series along the D- the DTWT pod framework. So now you're going to get a new episode that you can listen to that's completely separate for your drives your commutes you're chilling at home all you readers out there and this is called run it back cinema we're going to be going over multiple series over time but the series we're starting with for now is scream you you all have heard this before we're just framing it in a different you know stop making it sound less tight than it is antony all right (laughs) all right we got, we got Tony looking like he just pulled weed it's all day, <laughs> and LA looks like he just came back from the from the war. Antonio just came back from Home Depot, picking out a new shovel. <laughs> and and and, to, and LA looked like at he Home came Depot back yesterday. The, though, the docks, stores. I did. And, and I did. LA still looking like he didn't want this. It just happened. So <laughs> we are here to break down the Scream franchise. You think okay? I wanted this? It just <laughs> happened. Punned. Now when Scream came I out, really- I was a child and I was scared. And I, so, <laughs> so yes, we are starting with the Wes Craven classic Scream, you written by Kevin, <laughs> written by Kevin Williamson. <laughs> came out in 1996. In the mm-hmm. winter of 1996, December 16th, 1996, at a time when you know horror movies were kind of dead at that point. Um, in some ways, thanks in part to films like the ones that Wes Craven made and popularized. And uh, this movie he turned down on multiple occasions before finally accepting it once a great young starlet wanted to be attached to the project. And even though her role was eventually minimized, Wes Craven stuck around and they ended up creating what was a slow building cult classic. It debuted at number four in the box office and just started to continually build and was eventually in theaters for like 31 weeks. And for the for a very long time, was the highest grossing horror film of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, ended at 173 million at the end of the day. Took 15, 16 million to make. Quite yeah, 16 million to make. Yeah. Shout out, shout out to the wine is, scenes. 100 million in that. 16 million on the budget. You do the math. <laughs> shout out to the wine scenes, Dimension Films. We ain't got to talk Weinstein. about that, B. Come on, man. Are you bringing up old stuff? We trying to keep it active. You bring up Come old on, stuff. It's shout out to Rose McGowan. <laughs> it's nipply. It's very nipply. Oh, man. So where do we want so, to start? Where do we want to start with this? Also, my intro for this episode was going to be, <clears throat> excuse me. How does it feel to almost be butchered brutally? People want to know. They have the right to know, bitch. No, they don't. Hey, Why are you running she, up on me saying she, that? It was like so annoying. I'm like, what? The like, what she that? was on her bumper like when Wiz got out the car. Like, Damn, <laughs> she was like right there. Oh, so yeah. Where do we want to start with this? Where do we want to begin? Let's start with how we feel about the film, Antonio. Yeah, be nice. <laughs> Tight. <laughs> cool. Solid. Solid. Get your ass in frame. Cool. LA, how do you feel about Scream? It was a delightful rewatch. I haven't seen Scream since, I guess it originally came out. Nah, I guess originally I saw it years after it came out, but... Uh, I haven't seen it since. I haven't seen it since 97. (laughs) The fuck? I definitely didn't watch it then. Uh, But no, I I think a lot of my uh, cultural references from that movie came from Scary Movie, oddly enough. Uh, (laughs) So it was funny rewatching it because I was replaying the scenes of Scary Movie as I was watching it, which made it more funny. But no, I think the, the things that they did in this film as hokey as it is, works really well. And that's really a credit to the writing and uh, Wes Craven and the actors in general. They really made it work. Uh, you had, you had, what was it? Uh, what's his name? I have his name here. Uh, Skeet? 
Is that his right name? Skeet, Skeet, Skeet. <laughs> Skeet Ulrich. His real Skeet name Ulrich, isn't yeah. actually Skeet, but his name is Skeet. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they hired him because he looked like Johnny Depp. <laughs> basically. Had, basically uh, yeah. yeah, you have, uh, uh, was it uh, Matthew Lillard, right? Matt Lillard, Shaggy, baby. <laughs> who wasn't even trying to do this role. He was auditioning for another thing. They came out and he saw was auditioning him. for Billy. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, yeah, Which we think really he'd be good funny. for this. Uh, and his performance is so wacky and crazy. These things, they're so over the top, but they would use all these self-referential things, which at the time had not really been done or utilized in this type of way, especially in this genre. At the time that Cam mentioned that at this moment in time was pretty much dead. And then they decided to drop it in December. And this thing became like a word of, word of mouth uh, phenomenon. In terms of the movie itself, as it stands on its own, it's it is it is really fun to see a horror movie take elements uh, that you are used to and flipping it on its head and still finding a way to make it somewhat scary because there are some there are some legitimately scary moments in the film uh, if you're watching it with old eyes not new eyes uh, so it still works I think fundamentally as a movie and a horror movie it still works so I enjoyed it a lot. It's funny because, like you mentioned, we're like. I don't know if there's another horror movie that's been so humorized over the years. Like I can't think of another movie that's been um, spoofed as often as mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. screen scary to the point where <clears throat> like it's, it's not a serious thing anymore mm-hmm. and I'm rewatching and I'm like, I don't, it might've helped it. Because if it wasn't if, if it wasn't for the fact that I wasn't taking it as serious, I probably wouldn't have liked it as much on the rewatch. But mm-hmm. like watching a watching it again, I guess the the it's campy nature and it's kind of like over the top. Like to me, it was actually funny watching it again. It was more funny than scary, if if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's because of scary movie or if that's what. Wes intended but I definitely saw it more as like almost a comedy like a spoof of the genre yeah like I'm gonna make this movie but I'm not gonna take it's I'm gonna make I'm making a movie that's not gonna take itself serious as serious as some other horror movies do and they fail because they try to be too serious and it's just like we don't we're not buying this Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's kind of lasted so so long um, in the culture is because it was a movie that was easy to take and run with because I think Wes had that in mind already, if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, majority of it, it definitely came out of uh, the writer. Uh, what's his name again, uh, Cam? Kevin Williamson. Kevin Williamson, thank you. A lot of the script that they put together was almost all him. And they really got lucky because originally uh, they didn't like Wes Craven didn't want to do it. They couldn't really get anybody to do it. And Wes Craven, they I think he denied it like three times before he finally like locked in and did it. Yep. So for him for him to take that script and still follow through with the vision and not chop it up to hell, credit to him and credit to, to Williamson for being able to put together something that traditionally probably wouldn't have made it around anywhere in that time and just he said he was like three months late on his rent <laughs> you know what i mean he was uh he was down bad when he wrote this script and uh it just took off a lot of people loved it when they read it especially the cast um which the shows uh they they definitely we talk about like it's more funny than scary i think they use different elements like having drew barrymore in the beginning fooling the audience kind of like thinking she's going to be in it killing her off in the first five minutes but that whole scene is so iconic because it uses traditional horror movie element tropes Uh, But then finds a way to make it funny. Like when she's when she's recognizing that this is real, like uh, her her boyfriend's outside. She's he's getting stabbed or whatever. She's like, I'm gonna call police. And right as she grabs the phone, the phone rings again. Like I could imagine that moment was scary for audiences, even though the premise seems really silly with this guy in this full length uh, Halloween gown (laughs) that's sparkly with this uh, upsetting like ghost face mask as a slasher film. Uh, especially even even when they go outside, right? Because this slasher is not the traditional one that we've gotten where like they're almost invincible. <laughs> this guy's getting knocked down, get beat up, which I th- which I thought was really good. You haven't seen a lot of like the the girl fight back 
as well as this one was and throughout the movie right because once we find out who the people are at the end of the movie, spoilers for Scream, I guess, if you haven't seen it. Uh, but when you, <laughs> when you find out, <laughs> people still mad about the sixth sense, so you just got to say it. But when you find out who they are, there's two, two high school kids. Nigga, people, the internet. Uh, but when you find out there's two high school kids, it makes more sense of, like, why they were getting, <laughs> they weren't, they weren't, like, physically imposing, really. Which kind of upset some of the, like, beginning backstory uh, for... Like how they killed the mom and stuff like that, which they didn't flush out all too well. Also, maybe the shortest presence of Lee, Lee Schreiber ever in a movie. Well, this <laughs> no was, lines, this is, just a face. This is early Lee Schreiber before he was Lee Schreiber. So yeah, yeah. That's also that <laughs> just so. a face. When I saw him, in there, I was like, I don't remember him at all. <laughs> that's that's cotton. That's cotton weird. Well, you know the yeah. whole the whole phone again, where you could tell that you know they 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 knew about the horror movies that came before them. That whole phone thing is. When a stranger calls, that came out like twenty years before it, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that whole if idea of <laughs> yeah, lo- oh, yeah, I, it, the, that the, the it was that in the seventies. I know they re- 70s. I know they redid it, but the original movie came out a while back. But this yeah, whole idea, uh, the remake, I think, was you're at the house and somebody calls you and then you hang up and then they call and then they're able it's to tell you about what's home. happening. Yeah, why haven't you yeah. checked the children? Have you checked the Have you have you checked on the children because, yet? Like that kind and of. And that thing. was all just the opening scene of when a stranger calls, like when yeah, the calls coming from inside the house and they were actually upstairs with the kids. Mm-hmm. That's why I says, "Why would you check the children?" Because I'm waiting for you up here, bitch. Cam, <laughs> yeah. uh, what is it about this movie that, out of all other movies, that you gravitated towards the most? Like, what what was it about this <laughs> that you chose? To, it's like, something fucking started, funny, Tony. Let's start at the love fest here. <laughs> I'm I'm truly curious now <laughs> Listen, that we've, we've he got he opens here. up the pod by calling himself, or he's called the West Craven, West Craven rap, rap for a reason. So we're gonna yeah. we're gonna let this man. Now we see that y'all see that up there. <laughs> think I, no, we're, I went we're, to the last blockbuster on the planet and bought that poster, right? <laughs> um, Where did this come from? So, I was forced to watch horror movies as a kid. I wasn't like I was planning on it. <laughs> you know what I mean? My mom was just like, you ain't gonna be a bitch. And she forced me to watch horror movies. So, before I saw Scream, it was pretty much quick succession. So, I saw my first horror movie when I was like five or six. So by the time Scream comes out, like 96, I'm about to turn seven. So I didn't see it until maybe early the next year when I was seven. They rented it at my my dad's house. And at that point, I'd seen, you know, a Friday the 13th. I'd seen a Freddy Krueger. I'd seen Chucky. But I saw Scream at the house and we're watching it on video. And I just remember just being like. I remember we used to watch movies all the time over there. That's the only time I remember just being transfixed on a movie. Maybe it was the Elite Milk. I don't know. Maybe it was the, <laughs> the ghost face mask, which I always thought was really cool. Mm-hmm. But something about that movie just always stuck with me to the point that I was like, I'm going to keep following this whole Scream thing. And I'm like, oh, Wes Craven. Oh, he did the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. And that just kind of slowly but surely as I got, as my age grew along, my appreciation of that movie grew because I became, as most, I feel like most guys are in their, their teenage years, they start watching hella horror movies because we're fucking weirdos. And <laughs> it's just the way that you then look. I looked back and I was able to go, man, I appreciate this movie more because it literally took all the shit that came before it and flipped it on its head and basically made fun of itself. It's making fun of itself. So when you say that it is more so funny to you now, that's a good thing, Antonio, in a way, because it was built up as satire. And there's always humor in Wes Craven movies anyway, even when they're horror, because deep down, Wes Craven didn't want to be a horror movie director. <laughs> so <laughs> uh, it, it makes sense. I think it was doing like porn. Well, that's another story, though. For another time. <laughs> um, it's but yeah, the way it turns everything on its head and it's so referential and me being a very referential person in the way I do things. It's basically a movie that's basically tailor made for my personality and the way I talk to people, the way I think. And it's a horror movie with Nev Campbell in it. <laughs> I don't think about, I need to say much. Let's talk about uh let's talk about the cast a little bit. So you have uh you have Nev Campbell, as you mentioned earlier. She plays Sydney uh, Prescott. Sydney Prescott. You have Courtney Cox playing Gail Weathers, the reporter. Um you have Rose McGowan playing her friend Tatum Riley. You have Tatum Ski Riley. Ulrich playing Billy Loomis, which uh their songs. <laughs> Message uh, made by Cam. Made by Cam. Uh tied, Matthew tied back to Halloween. Yep. Uh Matthew Lillard do uh is it Mocker or Macher? It's it's Mocker, but originally it was Maker in the script, and they said that's mm. too on the nose, so they changed it Got to it. Mocker. Stu Maker. Uh, David, Ar- David Arquette, which is, plays Dewey Riley, the sheriff, uh, or deputy, sorry. Uh, deputy Jamie Dewey Kennedy. Riley. 
<laughs> Jamie Kennedy and Randy Meeks, who is the all-knowing uh, movie geek, and Drew Barrymore, who's in the beginning, who gets killed off, uh, Casey Young Becker. Casey. Um, the first kill of the movie. Um, at the time, an interesting cast, right? At the time, so you have uh, Courtney Cox, who primarily was coming off the success of Friends. Then you have uh, Nev Campbell, who was, what show was she doing at the time? Party of she was five. doing a show then, too. Party of Hello. Five, thank you. Hello. I didn't watch that show. I didn't watch My that song. show. I know it's there. Sorry. Hello. It's, it's not, the bug you isn't see in there. What we're building here. <laughs> uh, then you have. I, it, Ski Ulrich hadn't been anything really up until that. Nah, right? nah, not really. Yeah. No. Uh, and has he done anything since? Relax, all right? Because okay. I'm just. Because you, sure. <laughs> you know, he's been around. <laughs> you know been there. Okay. By and by. Uh, Matthew Lillard, who went on to do great things as Shaggy. You know he I mean? was also in Hackers before this movie, so don't don't sleep on that. Oh, yeah, I did like that scene. Yeah. <laughs> the movie overall. Angel- the <laughs> movie was just pretty... The, scene. the movie's pretty mid, but I, I have a childhood it, connection to it for certain reasons, okay? Yeah, the scene. That Matthew, <laughs> but he was one of my favorite parts of that... Yeah, he was one of my favorite parts of that movie. Let's, let's dial that back a little bit, because that sounds weird. But... <laughs> um, yeah, he was one of the best parts of that movie, too, so... Yeah, yeah. and then you have uh, Jamie Kennedy, who at that time really was still kind of unknown, right? He hadn't done really yeah, a whole lot either. He wasn't really big. That movie really got greenlit because ultimately, and the only reason why Wes Craven tapped into it was because Drew Barrymore said, I want to play Sydney. Right. And then yeah, the she was the linchpin of really made. getting that thing. And then um, eventually, like five weeks before shooting, she goes, You know what? I actually want to be Casey Becker at the beginning and I want to get killed <laughs> right when the movie starts. Yeah. So they had to Which recast her role. Turns out, turned out to be a genius idea. Uh, a lot, was. a lot of luck went into this movie in terms of like how things got formulated and formed, uh, shaped out. Uh, Cam, as the arbiter of Scream and all of Wes Craven, give us a, a small plot synopsis of how this uh, whole thing goes down. What the movie? How it gets made? No, no, no. Just like the the how the movie forms and like the small. Oh, plot like the actual movie. Okay, yeah, a small yeah. synopsis of the movie. It starts with the for at least for the viewer the murder of Casey Becker and her boyfriend Steve. Uh, you hear, you'll hear uh, Tatum say Forrest, and then they say Ort later because it was a script thing, and then they left in the wrong dub. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so Ort or Forrest, however you want to look at it, are brutally murdered, gutted at her home. They live in a place called Woodsboro, very wine country esque, if you will. You're then introduced to our main cast, which includes Sydney, Tatum, Randy, uh, Skeet Ulrich's fucking Billy and Stu, <laughs> and we quickly learn that. Our main character, Sydney Prescott, uh, one year ago, about just about a year ago, her mother was brutally murdered in Woodsboro, raped and killed by a man named Cotton Weary, who was ID'd by Sydney. So this is coming at a real, real strange time for her. And of course, this killer begins to set their sights on Sydney, this killer who's very aware of tropes of horror movies and things of that nature. So while she's almost attacked at school by the killer, she's also dodging and evading a, a reporter named Gail Weathers, who wrote a book about the trial of her mother and who she cold cocks in an alleyway. Beautiful scene. <laughs> Great. <laughs> who who has always stood by the fact that she thinks Cotton Weary was innocent. So with all this stuff happening, all these things going on inside of, and you really think about it, this movie is very open and shut. It's only like a man, like a span of two days. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, with all of these things going on and with Sydney uh, being attacked at the school by the killer, they decide to put a curfew on the town. And during that night, they throw a party at Stu's house where bodies start to hit the flow. Not that many, but in the shooting range, there was a lot of blood there. <laughs> Scene 118, yeah. if you know, you know. Yeah. Where we come to find out that Sydney's boyfriend, Billy, is the killer, but he's not alone because for really the first time in the genre of this type of film, it's Billy and his best friend, Stu, who have committed these murders and also killed Sydney's mother the year prior because she had caused a rift in Billy's family and his mother left and Billy's also a fucking psychopath. But yeah. in the end, after the killers are thwarted because they're young and stupid, you are left with <laughs> the survivors of Sydney, Randy, Gail Weathers, and Dewey, who probably didn't deserve to survive. <laughs> but Scream was always meant to be a trilogy, so it just leaves the door open uh, for a sequel after the yeah. film is over. Yeah, and I have, I have no memory of Scream 2 and of th- Scream 3, so can't wait to watch those. <laughs> Scream but, uh, 2? Let's... Not bad. Scream 3? Oh, buckle up. <laughs> 
So let's let's kind of run down uh, our awards uh, for this movie. Before, well, let's go ahead before and pull we up. do that, let me throw out some fun facts for you about this film. Okay, okay. these are just some things that I wrote down as I watched the movie. Okay, give me, I want to give a shout out bits. to Linda. Shout out to Linda Blair who has a cameo as one of the reporters. Okay, in this movie. She kind of gets flashed by. Uh, just some questions I had as I watched this. Does the Sydney Prescott door trick work when you shut the door in front of the other door? Does yeah. it block it? I've never yeah. had, I've never lived in a that part made me mad. I've never like, lived in a palace so nice that I had a door next to another door that way. So I can't say if it does. It was, there's no it way. Was, there's no way she planned this. But there's no way she knew that that was going to happen. I was like, there's no way. What well, do you they mean? showed the, the it the door? first time. Well, she she did it the first time when her dad's coming in. She does that sort of yeah. dad can't open the door all the way. That's why I'm asking. Does that work? No. I yeah, wouldn't. Know. That's why I'm asking. It would. This nigga got annoyed like they didn't use it earlier in the film because I see how much that nigga was paying attention. All right. It wasn't like she like left the door. To, uh, uh, she just kind of just like, eh, 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 and it just. Did so this happened, movie not you know. teach you that Sydney's resourceful? I don't understand. What, all right, nigga. All right. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, all right. Anyway. You Ellie. just said it made fun of itself. I'm making fun of it. Making fun of itself. No, you're being condescending. That's what you do. Very. <laughs> I'm watching. And I'm watching you. All right. Come on. All right. Um, you tell me. Is, do you think it works? This is fun. I'm asking me. a you question. Don't. I'm asking. I a know question. you don't. I don't so know. I don't understand why you're getting mad at me. My nigga, how does a how does a chair works. under a doorknob work? That shit does happen all the time. I'm just confused by these 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 effects things. Uh, I want the top story jacket. Can't find it. I've tried multiple times. I can't <laughs> find that good, jacket. It's a good. It's jacket. a good good graphic. I put down that Rose McGowan and Nev Campbell are like prime Stephen Clay, cause God, just whew. they were doing, they were shouldering a lot of weight. <laughs> Man, <laughs> if, if if milk gets raised up in price, I don't care. Now speaking of Harry Winkler, the Fonz, who plays Professor, uh, I was a Principal Hembry. Great. Scene. Did you guys know that he said that? Hey, yo, don't put my name on any of the posters. I don't want to outshine the kids. Did y'all know that? Oh, no, I didn't know that. Yeah, what a he little was a delusional dick. old man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, what do you vote? What do you? Would he have outshined the kids? Yeah, I don't exactly. know. Who was he at that time? He wasn't. No he, like, he wasn't the Fonz anymore. No one. Like, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. <laughs> that's like 20 years off happy. I didn't want to. Di- I didn't want to disrespect my man, but I, I don't know if he was that guy even May then. He, he was peace. Uh, he was going for the Oscar too in his scenes. <laughs> uh, what bus dropped Wait, you the, off in front scissor, of your house? The scissor scene. Yeah, and his murder scene, his death scene. White, um, white buses, white buses, and white. Yeah, white, what bus drops you off? Right, I was like, the only bus I've, that does that is the remedial bus. That's the only bus I've, I know of. I've been, I've been on a bus where it drops you off in the. So yeah, the remedial lucky. bus. Uh, I've yeah, never so seen we, that. <laughs> so if we, I made it. Your there. house is right by the bus stop. I made it. <laughs> also, her dad really didn't give a fuck about the moms. If he's just gonna go on another business trip on the anniversary of her death. Uh, <laughs> he really didn't. <laughs> he must have known she was cheating. My nigga had to work. <laughs> Look at where they live, and he's been working hard. <laughs> uh, Sydney has the best hands of any scream queen. True, she, she was, was out here with, with low sweeps. She was out here putting in work get, on Ghostface every time. You gotta, you gotta give some to Tatum too, because she did a whole. Uh, oh yeah, she all them bottles. <laughs> tumble split. roll, yeah, yeah. She was good. Uh, the cell phone reception in '90s wine country, immaculate. For them to be getting these calls off to these houses, <laughs> and know how to clone a phone. That old ass fucking cell phone. They knew how to do. It that. was hella wild. People don't know how to do that thing. now. Yeah, <laughs> with YouTube. Some high schools. Some high school students talking about we cloned the phone so that we would like thinking about thinking about being able. I don't to know why they didn't just say we, we took the dad's cell phone. I don't know why they didn't just do that. Yeah, we kidnapped and took his phone. Like, that's an elaborate. Yeah. That's an elaborate scheme for some for some sixteen year olds. But I did write that they they did a good job of capturing the small town feel. Like it feels like a small town in that movie. So I'll give them credit for that. Um, well, yeah, the everybody knows the everybody knows everybody, everybody. type yeah. thing. All the officers knew, you know, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Sydney for the punch on Gail Weathers, even though she's immediately getting arrested again <laughs> right there at the precinct. <laughs> I'll that send you a copy. Around. Ding. <laughs> cocked her as she should because fuck gail weathers um why does why did tatum have twin beds i don't understand that uh and of course david arquette also tried out for billy there's another fun Mm -hmm. yeah um i feel bad for kenny the cameraman yeah i feel bad for kenny the cameraman i really do yeah he said he gained weight for that role that's yeah gained like 20 pounds uh billy started the v-neck trend my nigga was out here in the v-necks in in 96 y'all had to catch up you know what I'm saying? Y'all had, to, y'all had to catch up. And I also wrote down for Billy, him talking to him talking to Sydney. Hey yo, I know you almost died last night and your mom's got killed a year ago, but I am horny. <laughs> okay. That his entire character is just horny. When you meet him for the first yeah. time, 
When you meet him for the first time, he comes through the window. He says to her, I was watching Exorcist, and it made me want to give you a dick. That's exactly what he said in that scene, basically. It was edited for TV, and I thought it was our relationship. It's like PG-13. It started as NC-17, and it got kind of rated R. His character 100% ages the worst out of everybody's. He's a bad actor. He's just really bad. I mean, and I don't know if it was meant to be so obvious, but his (laughs) acting made it so like, it's so obviously him. Like, yes, we know it's him. We know it's you. Maybe maybe that was done by design. Maybe that's why they, that's why they give you the it. red herring of him getting stabbed in the bedroom. So you could be like, oh, oh man. They also, okay, they also the do the they also do the whole thing where like he gets put in jail. He has drops a cell phone. He gets put in jail. Yeah. Then she gets another call the same day. And I was like, okay, Looks clearly because like when he the wrong nah, guy, but then he, blow, yeah. he blows it. He blows it by his like every every time that he stalks with her. After that, he has this weird face that's like. He just has. Yeah, that, I'm the one. Yeah, I, I yeah, did that's it. just his face. You, you still don't believe me? Why he has this weird, really de- demonic face? I'm like, yes, yes, hey. we believe you did it because you're acting weird right now, bro. Demonic also, niggas the, get the bitches. The, yeah. the Sydney, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Sydney figuring it out scene after, I guess after she's unclouded from the nut, <laughs> where she's like, huh? huh. <laughs> I don't know. Huh. I just find it funny. Call. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what did you really? That's the what you're thinking about post sex, <laughs> post coital. That's I was gonna say post coital. <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting thought for you to have right now but alright right. we gotta get to the end of the movie and shout out to her baseball slide in the bathroom when, when Ghostface <laughs> came after her she slid like a league of their own and got out of there uh, where the fuck are everybody else's parents not important we got to see yeah, there's, a, there's, a, uh, yeah, there's a curfew in town but we're going we saw to Tatum's parents too. Yeah, Tatum's and then they mom, were yeah where the fuck were Stu's so uh, and I don't know out of town right Fam, that's what I'm saying. What the fuck? What Where I need to go to Woodsboro. Yeah, um, it's, it's small town. I love Everybody the West Craven, up. the West Craven Fred cameo, literally wearing yeah. a costume for a night on Elm Street. Love that. Love that. Uh, why did fucking Harvey uh, Henry Winkler have a fucking clothes closet in his office? Anybody? I think open up the closet. <laughs> yeah. Ties, coats. Nigga, what are you doing? Never man? know. My Do you live here? You never know, man. My nigga, what are you doing? Uh, also, Randy tried to tell you niggas. <laughs> he gave you the whole spiel in the video store. Yeah. Probably what that's top five scenes of the movie for me for sure is yeah. him in the video store with Stu. I love that scene so much because Stu looks like he's disturbed by the shit he's saying. Like he's probably gonna be you're gonna find him gutted in the last scene somewhere. Stu just <laughs> what? <laughs> um, why were all the beers in the garage? That's where the fridge was, <laughs> apparently for some reason. Two <laughs> fridges. Why people only have a fridge in the garage? Come on, man. Uh, Tatum <laughs> easily should have got out of that door. They actually had to cut it and edit it so that because she basically dives halfway out, and then they had to cut it so they look like only her arm, one arm, got through. And yeah, because she could get through shit. that. She actually found that out. That's yeah. something she could do. Mm-hmm. Uh, if Nev up. Campbell whispered that she wishes her life was like a good porno in my ear, my dick is punching her in the stomach because I was like, "Yo, <laughs> Nev, please." Ask me. Uh, how did they get Kenny's big ass on top me. of that? It should have been me. It should have been me. We need, we need that. <laughs> yeah, we do. should have been me. <laughs> uh, how did they get Kenny's big ass on top of the van? Okay, let's let's talk about how fast these two gentlemen, skinny, no muscle, none at all, no chest muscularity, all right? How did these skinny niggas wrap up fucking uh Barry up on the fucking tire swing so fast and be able to pull his big ass up on top of the roof and for what and why <laughs> like what was the purpose of you throwing him up there um, <laughs> Stu's ad libs are amazing in the movie a lot of his lines were ad libbed and especially his shit at the end <laughs> what are you what's your motive what's your motive peer pressure <laughs> I'm very sensitive <laughs> <laughs> and the whole my mom's dad are gonna be so bad yeah that, all that, that shit's ad libbed it's all off top off the dome I'm fucking um, dying man <laughs> and of course they didn't originally want to have the motive for the killers the original thing was gonna be there is no motive and then they added in the whole Sydney's mom slept with my yeah, dad and, it, best you know, of both worlds they said best of both Dewey worlds. was supposed to die and they decided I will let him live uh, is the biggest flaw in Scream the soundtrack because know, outside pay, of the acoustic version, that's the problem. A movie like this, you would expect to have at least like it has the acoustic "Don't Fear the Reaper" when Sydney's with 
Billy, which is actually pretty mm. foretelling. Yeah. But the rest of the time, you don't really think about it. I think that's kind of a flaw for the film. I really do. I was going to say the acting, but I, I get it. The only <laughs> oh bad actor is the only bad <laughs> actor is Skeet Ulrich. What are you All talking the guy, about? You know what? The, the funny thing is, the women did. The, the women really they 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 uh, carried this whole film because I don't know if there was a good male actor in this movie. What the fuck was wrong with is, Randy's performance? A lot What's of it is rough, Stu's man. A lot oh of it is God. rough, man. Who what, what um who played the uh was it David Arquette that played the cop? Oh, he was yeah, he was bad. <laughs> He was thinking one Denzel performances from these. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Uh, shout out to Justin Whalen. If you don't know who Justin Whalen is, he was in Susie Q. Y'all ever seen Susie Q? No. That just goes to show how fake of Pink Power Ranger fans you were. Amy Jo Johnson, I loved you so much that I watched your other works like Susie Q, which is actually kind of a fucked up movie, and I don't know why they like punch that to kids. But she's like a girl from like the fifties. And her and her boyfriend are on their way to a dance and they get knocked off the road and knocked into the water and they drown and die. And this kid moves into the house and moves into her room, like with his family, this teenage boy who plays basketball. And she like her ghost becomes like his friend or whatever. It's I'll, stick to Rangers. I'll stick to Power Rangers. But Justin Whalen was the boy in that pass. movie. He was the boy in that. I didn't say it was good. He was the boy in it, but Amy Jo Johnson was in it. So, hey, I was there. And when she rips off the bottom of her dress to fit in... Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Amy Jo Johnson was it. But Justin Whalen was the main boy, and he was actually one of the main actors screen testing for Billy. So, shout out to Justin Whalen. That's my guy. I think it really is Billy Loomis. Uh, also, uh, Brecken Meyer was, was the last person also in line to play Randy. If you don't know who Brecken Meyer is, he's the main guy from Road Trip. Uh, yeah, he was also yeah, the stoner yeah. in... Um, clueless as well shout out to brecken meyer i think he probably would have did it a little better i'm not a huge jamie kennedy guy but you know it's an iconic role nobody is and my my favorite fun fact about this roger l jackson the voice of ghostface because most people may not know that the ghostface voice was not a like an actual there's no machine for that there's an actual guy who fucking sounds like that mm-hmm. they just added the voice effect on it where it's on for the phone he did the voice of ghostface do you know who else he voiced no, I, I purposefully did not look it up so I could be surprised. Roger L. Jackson is also the voice of Mojo Jojo. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. You could, actually, you could actually get him on Cameo for way too much money. <laughs> Does he get a happy Mojo Jojo happy birthday? My nigga, the Cameo price for Roger L. Jackson is a smooth $700. Damn. Hello. Yeah, Cam. he's got a, he's got a lot of <laughs> video. He's got a lot of video game and TV show voice creds. Like he was on Red Dead Redemption Two. There's like a Minecraft game that he voiced. Uh, he doesn't even need of. to, by the way, because that nigga is breaded out now. <laughs> so yeah. shout out to him. Dis- Dishonored, Dishonored Two. Okay. Fallout uh, he's Four. Definitely established. Okay. All right. Shout well, ladies Love and that. gentlemen. It's award time. Before that, let's take a quick commercial break. Good, because I got to go switch out my laundry. Look at you being responsible. Shoot it. Cam, you ready to do these awards? Yep. Are you ready to do these awards? We I got am. awards and then what? Anything that's else? It. No, that's it. Wrap it up after that. Right. Final thoughts of the movie, I think. Cool. We'll be close We're to, back. We'll be close to your time. No, we won't. <laughs> no, nah, I'm about to stretch this out. Pause. <laughs> uh, Billy Loomis for real. <laughs> this nigga is horny. Horny. <laughs> oh, man. Let's give some awards for a scream. All right. So we got Teacher plenty of options here. All right. For it's funny because before the pod started, when niggas were on time, we're talking. Um, we were talking about how, like, L.A. was saying that like this movie couldn't be made today because we're so used to referential films. But mm-hmm. this was the start of the referential films. So would this movie have already been done by now? Who knows? That's the fun. Kevin Williamson, <laughs> shout out. To me. Yeah. But the Hereditary Award. Given to the whitest decision made by a character in the film. Don't trip over yourselves now, guys. We got plenty of options. <laughs> it is the uh, the stabbing themselves and thinking that that was going to work. 
Well, I mean, if you really look at the film, the reason why that plan was a plan was because Billy was just going to kill Stu. He wasn't trying to let Stu live. I thought that too until he let Stu stab him, and I was just like, "Well, he only if you don't if you don't notice, he only really stabs him like maybe once." Yeah, I got <laughs> then, that, but I wouldn't. Have, and then he I wouldn't have let you stab me at all. This shit out of Stu. <laughs> you I'm getting woozy here. <laughs> Let's go, man. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's yeah, do sit that, down. That is what white people would do, and that's 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 white people shit. Let's be real. Yeah, no, no black people. Is this black? There's black people by three, right? Two stills, no black people, right? Two good black people. Two. Nigga, oh, they okay. start. That's nigga Jada Pinkett and fucking Omar Epps are the first two characters in two. Again, no nothing for two. I and then her, and then her best friend in the movie is black. Okay, all right. We'll see how that plays. Having out. Having a conversation about your favorite horror films with a complete stranger on the phone. <laughs> Once again, white. that. Once again, that is, no, that's not that wide of a decision. Once again, we came from Niggas party lines. Nigga, cam. Nick, no, no, cam, I gotta agree with. Are you doing this. this, Cam? You're not. Are you doing this, L.A.? No, no, I agree with you on this. <laughs> so I don't this, know where I'm going. You, you think <laughs> if I get a, a random this phone is white call, as hell. You think <laughs> right. having a 15 second conversation on the phone is is more white than stabbing each other <laughs> with a knife? Fam, we've already di- we've already discussed because this is like the third time you call back. So we already know that this is a person that's either messing with you or you don't know this person. And it's yeah, probably well, a person messing with well, you. Well, I kind of like person this one, you okay. know, because okay. I'm white and this, nothing can ever happen to me. I don't have a boyfriend. In this generation, she's in this generation that this movie is in. Who's she really thinking about when a stranger calls? They're thinking like, "Oh, it's somebody I know fucking with me." Just like when they when they call fucking Sydney, she immediately just assumes it's Randy fucking with her. Like they just think it's one of their friends fucking with them. It's not that crazy of an idea, man. For white people, of course it's not because it's white. You acting like she <laughs> opened people, the door and crazy. said, "Come on in" to a stranger. She was it's not crazy at all. She's for the she's home at her house. Oh my god, man! For the whites is normal. I'm gonna go with the people stabbing each other for two hundred, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "The fuck is going on here?" You said there's a bunch. We are on the same, the same ones. <laughs> Make it easy. I don't think that sure, qualifies. Let's just, re- let's just repeat each other. I don't we think that a little, qualifies. Uh, I thought we wanted a little diversity here. I thought you wanted a good answer. <laughs> that's, not, that's not a good answer. I'm sorry. Well, hey, well, all the black people who are listening to this are like, yeah, you're right. I'm not having conversations Once with again, strangers on the, on the phone. If they're listening to this, then they remember party lines where you were talking to strangers regularly <laughs> on the phone. But wasn't that the intention? <laughs> Never me. You're intended, intended <laughs> to be not somebody calling you randomly. <laughs> no one's ever this stabbing this pod is doing this. Yeah. The stabbing is wild to me as far as the whitest one. Not in this generation, no. When I was younger, I had a few conversations with people who I assume were my friends fucking with me because it was my friends fucking with me because no one was trying to kill me with a knife, okay? That's how it went, Antonio, Antonio, how did this podcast meet again? A bunch of strangers. Someone that I because someone that I know suggested suggested something. It doesn't work. Just check. Uh, this is my bad, dude. My bad, brother. It doesn't my bad, work. Brother. I was just checking. Sorry, I was just checking. <laughs> We're not all complete strangers. I knew Cam. It doesn't work at all. <laughs> A very trusted individual said, "Hey, let's do this." <laughs> <laughs> So yeah. Um, <laughs> Wait, give me a second. <laughs> I'm also going with hard. I don't know how you thought that character. would work. Like if Cam wasn't involved, I would not be potting with you. Uh, Sorry, right. it's, it's, it's not. I was also going with Harvey Winkler threatening students with a pair of scissors, which is also pretty white. Um, you're not going to see one, yeah. that uh, anywhere in a black community. Letting you. No, nah, you're getting faded. You're getting faded for sure because those parents are up there. No, I did think. I did think this is definitely like somebody needs to like. This is like. This is illegal. I don't think you could do this. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah I mean, that's the most, one. Also, a white decision. I, I was kind of. I was kind of shocked at how how overly crass everybody was. Like everybody was just desensitized. But I guess that was the '90s, I suppose. But Jesus Christ, like the way the dialogue runs. I was like between the kid between Jesus the Christ. teenagers, I get it, but like no, yeah, Winkler that part that part made yeah. sense because you know, Harvey Winkler was doing the most, in that but movie. him, but him usually like literally having scissors and like putting them up to kids' faces, them at him. Like, yeah, like, this yeah, can't you know. be legal. <laughs> There's no way in hell you get fired for this. Yeah, who's going to tell for that? <laughs> yeah, you wilding for that? Maybe it's different then. I don't know. Maybe you could do a little bit more. Now this is going to be a tight two glass race, ladies and gentlemen. The Sydney Sweeney Award. Given to the most elite milk mm-hmm. in the film. 
It's got to like, be Rose. I feel like we got Rose McGowan. Depending on how you feel feel about that haircut, Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. And you've got the the crying eyes of Nev Campbell. <laughs> Those eyes just go scream like they want to cry. I got to go with Nev because of screen time. You got to, you know, it, like it's it's like, do you want a sip of, you know, 10 out of 10 milk? Or do you want a whole glass out of like 8 out of 10 milk? Listen, bro. I want the All whole I know glass. is the sip of the milk when... <laughs> When Rose McGowan is in that football jersey with the red pants, this is quite that's a like scene. a fine dining restaurant where they give you small portions. <laughs> <laughs> they just give you like a little spot of milk, so a shot pl- of milk. Plate it, plate it nicely. <laughs> yeah, it's like a bread plate with nothing on it. Y'all know what I mean. <laughs> the garage, the garage scene that she's she's made, she made yellow shirts iconic. <laughs> yeah, she made yellow shirts iconic. It's very nipple. Shout out to her for saying, what movie is this? I spit on your garage. That was a great bar. Um, We? I'm going to have to... Man, I'm going with Nev just because it's it's Nev, man. Like, I just... I understand. You have... Man. You have obligations. When she she punched Gail in the face, I was like, ooh. (laughs) You felt something? And I feel like this this franchise, sadly, is it it seems like it's her peak. Yeah. Cam, you got to do the... you Cam, you got to do the heavyweights. This pleases me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this pleases me this, this pleases me <laughs> shout out to heavy she been working though as, as, as recent as uh, I, I don't know if you guys ever are, are watching the Lincoln Lawyer she's I am not she's watching that's, it that's why I said that we will not slander the Lincoln Lawyer show yeah because she's, like on, she's it. on it so she's been Didn't getting work consistently and wow. she was in party five Skyscraper. She was the rock skyscraper. Wife. Yes, she oh was skyscraper. God. She was in skyscraper. Oh, Do you no. see what we're building here? <laughs> I think I, nigga. it's one that <laughs> the rock has to jump out. Apparently, it's what we're and, building. And and uh, big body. She leg? had a mad. She had a mad men. She was on a Mad Men episode. Bing bing, okay. bing blow. And I want them to pay my girl what she's worth. She ain't gonna be in the next two screen movies because y'all want to pay up, nigga. All right, so. We're now on to the That's Called Bars Award given to the best quote in the movie. What is it? Uh, I think I'm dying, man. Yeah, Stu, Stu for sure. Stu had some of the best lines in the in the movie. That whole scene, like to me, that, that was scene, probably yeah. like the way he, the way he acted, that scene. Like that scene was probably the best stretch <laughs> of acting from a person. Like he was going. Wait, there's more. And he's like spinning. He was going for yeah. it. Yeah, it's gonna be a scream, baby. Uh, yeah, my no, man, I, my man pulled up from half court for for that little scene. What's so funny about that scene is the fact that he doesn't have to pick the phone back up, and he just chooses. He just, <laughs> he's, hello? Going, he's laying. He's <laughs> sitting. Are you? Did you really call the cops? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> my parents are gonna be so oh, mad at me. It's as if Wes. <laughs> it's as if this. It's as if Wes leaned into him and said, "Hey, you'll never get it, but." Just imagine have, you were going. Imagine you were going for a best, a best, a best actor. How, actor, how would you yeah. do this? And my man yeah. went for it. 100%. I was like, man, he even he even said himself. He was like, I have, I don't know why Wes let me do that. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know why Wes let. I'm me really do that. upset. I think it works this... because that 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 twist to me doesn't land very well if he doesn't if he doesn't play his role. Like he's he a great did. lackey him, in that movie. He's him play, him playing his role like he did made it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they were they're in the IE this weekend. I didn't go meet them, and I feel I hate myself. I didn't want to you spend the money on it, but they're at CreepyCon. <laughs> yeah, it's Skeet Ulrich, Matthew Lillard, and uh, Jamie Kennedy were all at CreepyCon this this weekend. Uh, <clears throat> the 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 packages to actually meet and take pictures with them sold out so fast. Uh, my quote would be: "It's the millennium. Motors are incidental." <laughs> yeah. That was a great quote to me. That was a great, and it actually chalks up well. That whole scene, I'm telling you, that whole scene is, if they watch Prom Night, they save time. That whole scene is great. It's, it's an amazing scene. Shout out to Jamie Kennedy. Uh, but even the, you know, now that Billy's a murderer, you think Sydney will go out with me? <laughs> no. <laughs> Again, Matthew Lillard just eating Matthew up the Matthew Lillard, man, he's just eating the scene, just gnawing on it, gnawing yeah. the scenery. Getting the bone right. marrow and all. 
Honestly, the damn son, where'd you find this award for the best song? I feel like it's the acoustic Don't Fear the Reaper. It's really Unless the only thing go to, with... to nominate. <laughs> I mean, because it's either that or you think school's out for summer when they drop that when they get the curfew, but I'm going I'd with rather the Don't not. Fear the Reaper. <laughs> no, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're, think we're in unison on that. Also, quick side note that I never actually usually mention. How much do they have to pay to put all that footage of, of Halloween in the movie? Oh, I don't know. It. I mean... There's a lot of I'd very ma- clear imagine, references of other, of other Bob, titles. Yeah, imagine Bob Weinstein made some calls and be like, "This is happening." <laughs> and if you oh, don't, didn't the Weinstein's happen. have control of it by then? They might have. Remember might've. in the Halloween, they they come and take over it. At some point, I thought it was like the mid '90s is when that happened. So maybe they yeah, already so had they, control. They of probably it. Had that wouldn't be yeah. That wouldn't be hard to believe. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the upside down award given to the film's most like or similar movie to the one we're reviewing. Hmm. It's got to be. I mean, for me, it's scary movie. But I mean, it's so on the note. It's it's so on the note. Yeah, I mean, it wins. It 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 referenced that movie so well. Like it definitely drew, obviously drew from other inspirations, but it the way it it very much found it a niche within a niche. It's too good. It's too good not to not. To for me, it's Valentine, which I think is the forgotten sleeper within mm-hmm. that series of those genres of movies. Uh. That was a good slasher, Valentine. How did I? Uh, what was it? Um, I know what you did last summer is another one, but also written by Kevin Williamson. Yeah, God, God, God rarely misses. Oh, he missed there, but it was fun. <laughs> what are you waiting for, huh? <laughs> yeah, that movie is a trip, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go back and watch that one. And you're gonna go, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> we will not be doing that in review for sure. Definitely not, because they don't need to rehash it. <laughs> no yeah, running back for much. that one. There's not much. I, mean, I also I enjoyed stretch, Urban Legend. I enjoyed Urban the first Urban Legend. I, I did too. I did. <laughs> it's not a good movie, talking, but it's fun to watch. If you're talking, kind of like campy teen slasher, post screen. I got feelings of like Final Destination, but obviously the premises picture. aren't the premises aren't the, very close. The, no. But you know, yeah, Supernatural versus Slasher, yeah. But yeah, no, I agree. All right, this will be a fun one. The Braun Braun Award given to the actor that put the movie on their back. Is there any competition for Matthew Lillard? No. <laughs> <laughs> no. No. no, Matthew Lillard gave 150. <laughs> that man was literally Jimmy Butler against the against the <laughs> sidelines in the bubble, <laughs> just exhausted after yeah. that movie, man. <laughs> just exhausted. I, because I, I wouldn't have guessed if me watching with fresh eyes in '96 watching that movie, I would not have guessed Matthew Lillard is one of the killers, and for him to wrap around to like being as psycho as he is that he would follow this guy with no clear motivations outside of like i'm just gonna do what you Peer say because you're cool because <laughs> it's not like it's not like he was a jock he was just kind of like a james dean archetype he didn't really have yeah. any skills <laughs> you know what i mean like he didn't ride it on a motorcycle <laughs> he didn't have like cool clothes like he was just pretty you know like you know like this you know like after after the jordan sit game when 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 pippen was like carrying him off the court that was like yeah. that was skeet that was skeet carrying carrying <laughs> a man off the court like i know you i know you went you, you gave it all you the but heavy here, lifting you here here you go i'll get you some water there, to, to skeet's credit to skeet's credit the corn syrup that scene very good that's that's his also, best performance in the scene. also the horror movies don't create killers they make killers more creative yeah, that was good. Very, that was a good bar. Very good. Very good well, bar. Love it. Um, all right. The rewrite. Make one structural change to the first, second, or third act of this film. Uh, I don't know if I could, to be honest. Like a structural change? It moves at a very brisk pace for a movie that's just under two hours. Everything's condensed into about a day and a half to two days. Like, what do you, want, there was, what do you want to change? This there movie's was, been tampered with too much for me to suggest anything else. Like there's been there's been too much around it uh, for me to think of something that would feel original. If that makes sense. If there was if there was one thing I would change, which apparently there were cuts to this movie where they were and when they were, I'm, I'm not aware of, but there were cuts that they had to do in order to get the rating, uh, which mm-hmm. ultimately ended up being Bob Weinstein calling the MPPA, MPA and saying it's a comedy, not a horror movie, and that's what cleared it. Um, from the rating board, but if you. there was if there was one thing that I would change would be more cotton weary stuff because it's used so anecdotally in the movie 
and it's kind of like this throwaway thing and you don't really get a whole i like the idea of like why she would believe that this man who was her boyfriend at the time <laughs> it matches the back of the head of this grown man who was Shreve Liber and I was just like they probably should have flushed it out a bit more. I would have been fine you're with gonna, that. Going. You're gonna get more cotton weary next week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Don't worry. But I kind of wish. Don't you more, worry. <laughs> more of that. But yeah, okay. Yeah, don't you worry about cotton. Get over <laughs> cotton. <laughs> that would have been my only rewrite of like maybe visit him in prison. Like after she come, I have like after that scene of the book scene and the clocking and her doubting and her if there was like an extra scene of her going to the prison. That's why him. I think that's why Liv's hair, Liv Schreiber's hair is long the way it is in that scene. Right. Yeah, going it's to jail. So it can give you the effect that maybe that was that's what she saw. Mm-hmm. Him yeah. and that them in the bloody jacket leaving with his hair slicked back. It might have been. Mm-hmm. That's why, you know. Yeah. I think it would have added a little bit more attention to it, uh, leaving you as a viewer to decide whether or not she could be wrong or, or right, which would have made the reveal even more intense, I think, personally. Okay, but yeah, that's mine. I don't know if you guys have any. I personally can't think of one that I would do. Yeah, I get it. I get yeah. it. You're swinging off the nuts of this movie. I get it. You're a fan. Oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> <Your> fan. <laughs> like, I'm literally trying to rack my brain. Like, what would I change about the structure of it? I mean, maybe give a little bit more for Randy. A little bit more than what he got. But I feel like, it, once again, it's a very... I don't know that much more Jamie. <laughs> I think the I'm just saying the character of Randy, not so much Jimmy Kennedy. <laughs> I think Randy should have had a more prominent <laughs> uh, point within the films, uh, and and don't kill Tatum. Uh, <laughs> I know somebody else had to. Kill I would have preferred. I, I would prefer Tatum Gale. to live too. Kill Gale. True. Yeah. Um, no. I'm, there is a there is a pattern that you're going to notice throughout the first four movies. Damn near. You'll see as we go along. Okay. The black version. Would the black <laughs> this movie have been given the green light? And if so, would it have been successful? Uh, it did get the green light. It was called Scary Movie. We Where? not answering <laughs> not the black them phones. <laughs> no, this, this movie would have ended very early before the second I don't know if, started. I don't know if Antonio knows this, but only one person died from answering the phone in this movie. <laughs> I don't know if he peeped it. But only one person died from answering the phone. This movie is like 30 minutes long. <laughs> Only one person died for pulling out for answering the phone. Hello, Jamal. Click. <laughs> Good. I'm playing on my phone. <laughs> playing on my phone. <laughs> I repeat, only one person died because they. Who you on the phone with, Jamal? I'm trying to get on the internet. <laughs> Hang up. <laughs> I'm trying to get all these AI minutes. Hang up the phone now. <laughs> And we already know the answer to this. Uh, could uh, there be a crazy behind-the-scenes documentary about this film and its fuckery? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and we watched it. <laughs> yeah. And it could have been crazier. It could have been crazier. Yeah. Uh, last but not least, the Daniel Caesar Award. What's the best part of the movie? It's it's the opening. I think the opening really sets the tone for the entire movie. Uh, I, I, I Honestly, like, if you are a first-time watcher of the movie seeing Drew Barrymore get murdered, I can't even imagine the mind fuck that is for you because you were like, if this is the first 10 minutes, what the fuck are they about to do for the rest of this movie? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it, it got to have people to like to lean in <laughs> when that shit happens. So that absolutely for me is the best. It's one of the better versions of the hot opening because most horror movies start with a murder in the first scene, but usually it's pretty fast. It's like 30 seconds a minute and you don't really see who does it? Usually, it's kind of it's kind of the start. It's it's the start of a mystery that you don't know about. Whereas this one, there's like probably some of the best or some of the heaviest amount of dialogue is going on, like in this very very opening scene, off the jump. Like there's no soft open to kind of to kind of prep you. It's like it opens and she's getting phone calls from a killer. So yeah, um, don't, yeah. Don't the, think at that was kind of. The only thing that's kind of it's the best the open of any horror movie ever. Yeah, the only thing that's awkward for me is when he lets her essentially grab the mask and remove it, and she doesn't really react as if like this is a person I recognize. Well, that's At least well, her it, eyes opening wider is supposed to be a tell of oh, 
I know who that is. I, I I get I get that's what they were trying to do. It didn't yeah. work for me while yeah, I was watching. I, that's the one thing that didn't come across. I was looking at her face to see if I got more, and you really didn't get much. She's also been stabbed multiple times. But, I don't know no. how much <laughs> we're gonna get out of her. I mean, I, well, I mean gonna, if, if they're gonna, gonna if they're gonna, gonna do that, then surprise. If they're gonna do that, then that means they're they're wanting us to know that she knew him, and I don't think that that came across. That's why as a lot heavily, of, there's like a whole but, debate no. of whether Stu killed her or Billy did, but I think it was Stu. Yeah, I think it was Stu too. Uh, I, we all watched this on Paramount Plus. Out, Stu is her ex. Yes, sir. Shout out Paramount Plus. We all watched it on Paramount Plus. The yes, thank you. The ratios. I don't know if this happened for y'all. The ratios was kept, terrible. On top of that, the ADR for this movie. Ooh boy, it's bad. <laughs> really bad. <laughs> so if there's gonna, some bad ADR. Yeah. If you're gonna go rewatch this, just be prepared for some bad ADR and some weird dimensions. Because like, there's not it a comes lot in of and ADR, out. but it's bad when you when you actually hear. You yeah. Well, Which, when I first well when I first watched it, I could tell that they shot a good amount of it on anamorphic which is that weird warping that you get on the outside yes. on the edges because yeah. it's made it, it was made f- like this is the time when people didn't watch stuff in streaming it was made mm-hmm. to be watched on a, a very movie. large screen curved yeah. screen which is where anamorphic doesn't look bad on a curves on a large curved screen it does on our flat TVs yes yeah so that but it was- didn't bother me cuz I'm kind of I'm used to that so I noticed it in the first scene and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I see what they shot this on. And it was very on. it was very prevalent in the bedroom scene where it was the second time where like at where they were about to have sex. And I, I was like, ooh, this is hell. Bad. Yeah. <laughs> Take it off, <laughs> Nev. Yeah. It's just it's just their way of saying that this was meant to be seen Horny! on the big screen. Yeah. Well, I think uh I think that about wraps it up. Whoa, uh, wait. Because wait, wait. I need this. Okay. okay. What are we rating this movie? That's a great question. Uh, we are going to rate the entire series. This is the first one, so not much to really lean it against as of yet. Uh, if we're going to do the wrong thing scale uh, from one to ten, I'm going to give it. I'd give it a eight out of ten. On the do, I'll give it an eight out of ten. Scream first movie. I know. Listen, I know in my heart of hearts so that he wanted to give it like a seven point five, no, but he can't. I, let it be known, I've never given rated anything this, a point five. He can't have rated this lower than Prey. He couldn't have. He couldn't have. He had to do that because if he gave us the seven, that's him admitting that Prey is a better movie than Scream. <laughs> I give it eight Dark Knights out of ten Jokers. <laughs> I just needed to know where we are here. I give it seven Lincolns out of eight Jacobies. <laughs> yeah, I give it eight. and Prey eight. Oh, Antonio, God. what's your rating? Just as good as Prey. I like se- like seven. I'm at a seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I'm going to your house after the prey is also not an eight, so you know. <laughs> yeah, everybody scales. You different. know my ratings. My ratings. I don't give out ten willy nilly. So seven is good to me. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna give it, big dog? <laughs> me? Yeah. You asking me? <laughs> yeah. <what'd> you... <laughs> You're asking me? Yeah. Yeah. The nigga with the ten. scream cell phone ten case. Out of ten for him. You what might, are you talking you might... about? <laughs> you might give it. You might surprise us. Come on, my nigga. Eleven, nah, nigga. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> okay, LA, you knew that. I know. LA, I know. LA, I that question had nothing to. It had nothing to do with him. I knew. Where, I didn't know where you ranked Come it. Come on, my nigga. This had nothing to do with Cam. Man Campbell. <laughs> is it? Is it one one? On, and that's how you got eleven because <laughs> it's the two things you love. <laughs> dog. Wes Craven, Nev Campbell. The best performance of Matthew Lillard's career. He was out here just shooting like Deion Waiters. You feel me? The only reason why Jamie Kennedy was relevant for another decade and got to date Jimmy for Love Hewitt. All right? Come on, man. <laughs> I'm mad you unlocked I mean, that memory. David Arquette got to have a career and a wife for a while. And a daughter, yeah. And a child, yes. <laughs> a child, yes. Child of divorce now, but yes, a child all the same. <laughs> a baby? A human? <laughs> yeah, no. Y'all like know what time it is, nigga. Y'all know what time it is, all right? Boys going about, back to Canada, all right? What about what about you, Big Body Bang? What, you, what would you give this on the dude? I don't think he rewatched it, did he? That's not important. <laughs> 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 I 
<laughs> he said, that's y'all. Yeah, yeah. That's y'all that's job. That's his name, Paul. Yeah. And that's between y'all. That's, and my name's Paul, and that's between y'all. Then change your fucking name next time we do a pod, nigga. <laughs> We're playing with my nigga's name. <laughs> Stop giving up the sauce on this one. <laughs> it's all West Craven of pods, nigga. Don't, don't play with my nigga name like that, all right? You already know how we give it up out here. My nigga didn't make Last House on the Left for this disrespect. He didn't make the I've seen that one. Fucking, he didn't make. You seen Last House on the Left, like the seventies? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but you, man, all right, fam. <laughs> that movie is violent as shit. Yeah. What's your rating, the Big Body Bang? Um, it's it. I'm gonna rate it as a cultural phenomenon. Mm-hmm. As a cultural phenomenon. Ah, yeah. I haven't <laughs> seen the film. How can I rate it as a film, Antonio? Yeah. Yeah, let him You've get his shit off. Never seen Scream. Let him cook. <laughs> y'all, him cook. I don't want y'all. Y'all can't say nothing to me. <laughs> can't say nothing to me. I was quiet the whole episode. You can't he do was, this to me. You which is why I'm asking. You named yourself the West Craven <laughs> to, to do Fox. this to get this reaction. I'm yeah. producing. I'm producing. <laughs> well, let me produce something for you, my niggas. An ass whooping. If you don't take your ass. To Paramount Plus and watch Scream. All right. I do that tonight. To be honest, I was thinking about Damn, that tonight. Man. This, you should. I, yeah. Do you want to watch it and come watch back too? It's, it's not a. It's not a. It's not a long, heavy it's movie. A, it's really easy to watch. It's a very brisk watch. How about this? How about this? I'll, I'll I'll be one Scream behind y'all, and I'll just give my rating at the end. This nigga think you echo series. chamber if you don't watch the goddamn movies. <laughs> I just would be there watching like like this the whole time, just with my fingers. Let me oh tell you something. God. Wait, are Ghost you worried Face about it being? Most... Are you worried about it no. being scary? No, I just I it's just Ghostface is the most non. This is far from scary. It's just, it's just not. Most, it's just if not my I got genre. killed by Ghostface, he had to catch me by surprise because <laughs> there ain't no way. Yeah, <laughs> no. It just wasn't my right genre. Now. It just wasn't my genre. But I, I'm gonna give it a go. I'm gonna give so it a go. Said, I didn't know this satirical. If, it, if oh, I don't know yeah. this satirical, I'll, I'd give yeah, it a watch. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's like Wilhelm Falls in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> horror, <laughs> horror is tough. I don't know what 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 would that genre be. They create it's its own genre. There is no other. This is it because it's Scream not horror. It's, it's really not horror. <laughs> I mean, it's not other than you like, saw some you saw they, people disemboweled, but other than they that. want look, look. There are moments that are like wow, it's kind of like unsettling, but it's not like yeah. you're scared. You could just you could sit back and go in that scenario I, that might creep me out or scare me, but that's not. To me, even say. even in the scenes where people were like they're they're like mutilated, it, it's like okay, ah, it's like okay, <laughs> it's not done in a way that makes you yeah. Violence shiver. has never been an issue. It's always yeah. just there's some stuff that like people being in your house. Eh, I don't like that. Just don't like. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> it's not like for me. You, you never watch. <laughs> you know? So you never watch the strangers then. No, 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 no. Oh, I know about a, it. That's, that's the okay, ultimate. So that's so, the ultimate. So, yeah. Scary movies. It's so not like don't watch that. Don't movies. don't watch that movie then. The strangers. Like I avoid them because that's especially okay. because the whole reason that literal that's mm. the creepiest the thing about that movie part, is, is the end. Is it can happen? The ending yeah. line. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah. ending line is the scariest part of that movie. Fuck me up. Really Fuck me up. Yeah. Like that movie in itself isn't scary. It's just the idea that the concept of it is like that a couple people would just decide to mess with you. Yeah, oh, and get do. this while we yeah. while we talk about those kind of concepts. Some apparently this happened around my apartment complex. There's been some dude at like two, three in the morning just going around and knocking on people's doors in a hoodie. Yeah, that's the shit that bothers me. Yo, yo, okay. <laughs> but that doesn't. But it doesn't I'm, I'm gonna work say this. I'm gonna say you this, might, and then I'm gonna drop it. And then we're gonna you, move, wrap this up. I'm gonna say this, and then we're gonna wrap this up, nigga. When I was 18, in my area from. San Antonio to Austin, there were motherfuckers dressed as clowns walking mm-hmm. around with machetes, knocking on doors for six months straight. Yeah, I remember that. I don't fuck with this stuff because it's See, too and that's where like, it's too that's where, where you're from matters because yeah. so, I guess that it seems like a Texas thing. But like being in LA, being in San Bernardino, right you goodness. don't want to knock on people's doors like that because you let a nigga knock on my up. door with a machete. <laughs> You won't make it. I got something that needs way less don't distance. Put... <laughs> I'm in Texas. Right. We we all strapped here. I just don't want to fuck. It's just not. It's just so not it's, for me. It's unsettling. No, I'm a pass. But I'll give this a shot. I'll give this a shot. 
It means a lot to my to my my guys here. Mm-hmm. I will watch Scream One and Two and Three. How many of these motherfuckers are there? It's about to be We're seven. The, the new one is a six. The new one is okay. Six. We'll see how six. I feel after three. But after that, <laughs> well, look, I already I told you. It gets one, so bad and che- it gets so bad and one. cheesy by that point that it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you've gone. One numbers. is the best one. Two is yep. okay. Three is bad. Four is good. And five was okay. Okay. All right. We'll give it a go. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. We'll you bad movie if you get, if you get past one, three. you're fine. Yeah, Look, I'm watching Last of Us, is, so like, I'm not terrified of scary jump shit. It's just wasn't my And problem. honestly, Last of Us might be happening in the real world. That's a whole other topic. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about it. Ah, going to have to avoid that. So LA, let them know where they can find you. <laughs> uh, you can find me um, enjoying a nipply weather at uh, gfc on Instagram what? and LA. <laughs> <laughs> underscore GFC on Twitter. Uh, what about you, Antonio? Where can the wrongdoers find you at? At a Devon Johnson. I don't have a. I don't have a slick. No, no a slick today. response. <laughs> Cam, gotta hurry up, Josh. Josh ready. Josh ready to go to sleep. I know we all are. Cam, where are you? Where were you? Uh, where are you at? Where the wrongdoers at? You can find me renting the Howling to watch during <laughs> curfew at Cam Archer. <laughs> Uh, you can also find Big Body Bane at J-O-Z-H underscore Martinez. More importantly, please follow us on the pod, D-T-W-T pod at Instagram and on Twitter and on YouTube where we put this uh, video up at www.youtube.com slash D-T at D-T-W-T pod. Uh, as always, guys, it's always nice to be good, but it's way more fun to do the wrong thing. We out!